Welcome to the Outcomes Rocket Podcast, where we inspire collaborative thinking, improved outcomes, and business success with today's most successful and inspiring healthcare leaders and influencers. And now your host, Saul Marquez. Outcomes Rocket listeners, welcome back once again to the Outcomes Rocket, the place where we talk to today's most inspiring healthcare leaders to really improve healthcare outcomes and achieve our results to change the healthcare system for the better. I have an outstanding guest for you today. His name is Nick Adkins. He's on the advisory board for Cloudbreak Health, where their focus is to humanize healthcare, where we also had the CEO, uh, Jamie. But the other thing that uh, Nick does, and I think we'll be focusing on today, is he is the founder of the Pink Socks movement. It's a tribe of makers and doers that are looking to digitize healthcare. And so what I wanted to do is welcome him to the show and maybe expand on on that introduction. Nick, welcome. Saul, it's great to be here, man. I'm really glad that you asked me to join you today. Thank you. No, I really, really appreciate it, Nick. And you know what? Your name keeps popping up in the as I've gotten started with this podcast, your name just keeps popping up. So you're, you're definitely creating some waves out there. Everybody says, you got to talk to Nick. You got to talk to Nick. I think all roads lead to Nick somehow. <laughs> well, I tell you, so I've been really fortunate to meet some awesome people all around the world, see some really cool technology. And, you know, this whole pink socks thing where, you know, we'll talk about just, it's a global tribe. And like I said, I've been able to meet just some of the most outstanding, amazing people who are doing really good things in the world. And um, I'm very, very grateful to the universe for that. Hey, so, so Nick, why, why did you decide to get into the medical sector? Well, a long time ago when I was uh, graduated from undergrad, the first job I had was selling medical surgical supplies in Nashville, Tennessee. And I just, you know, did that for a few years and then eventually decided I would go back to school. And so fresh out of business school with my MBA, I, I went to work for the Vanderbilt Health Plans back in the day. And that's when HMOs were just starting. They were popular at that point. They hadn't yeah. become unpopular. And so I had all of this experience around the healthcare world and a couple of jobs. I would, got in the payroll business and then I came back to the HR business and medical billing and practice management software. And so I just I was the CEO of a couple of companies back in Nashville. So I knew I knew healthcare, I knew that world, I knew the lingo, and I knew how to just deal in the space. So once you, you know, gravitate to something that you're you're in the groove with, you just stick with it. That's what I did. That's awesome. And and you definitely have done a lot and your experience speaks for it. What do you think today? You're at Cloudbreak, but you've also done a lot of other things. What do you think today should be a topic on every medical leader's agenda? Well, obviously telemedicine, telehealth, that's that's a given. And really, you know, telemedicine's nothing new. That's the quite fantastic thing about it is mm-hmm. it's almost it's hard to believe that we're still having to sell the concept that you can stay home in your jammy pants and see your doctor over video instead of having to fight traffic and go in and, and do that. I mean, there's so many cases where a virtual visit just makes a lot of sense for everybody, both the doctor and the patient. Artificial intelligence, AI, I think it's huge right now. VR, AR, MR, so virtual reality, augmented reality, mixed reality. I think we're going to see a ton of that. I mean, I think the the first piece that we're already seeing it play out pretty big is in med ed, is in education and training. And I think we're going to see some mashup of that with telemedicine and AI. So all of these things really fit together. They're not silo pieces. They may seem that way right now, but the end game of all of this is that all of those things are mashed together for 
provide a really truly virtual uh, visit. Yeah, and and so how does this fit into the perspective of the tribe, this Pink Sox tribe? I really want to spend some time here with you and give the listeners an appreciation for for what you guys are doing and what the vision of the tribe is. Well, you know, there's all walks of life, all different companies are represented. I mean, patients, doctors, different tech specialties. It's really non-specific, right? It's mm-hmm. just this group of people all around the world that are trying to see the good in the world and trying to bounce that back. You know, there's so much negative energy out there. Why not just try to throw some positive energy out there? And I think what we see in the Pink Sox tribe are just a bunch of people who are, you know, hashtag GSD is, is one of the hashtags we see a lot on Twitter. And that stands for, you know, they're, they're getting shit done. You know, they're just, <laughs> just talking yep. about it. They're actually doing it. And, and it's from, you know, CEOs, CTOs, nurses, doctors, patients, everybody is part of this, you know, that we're all in this thing together trying to improve the, the human experience, not just in healthcare, but just seeing each other as, as humans, as fellow brothers and sisters on this planet that's mm-hmm. hurling through space. You know, we're just trying to figure this stuff out as we go along. So lots of good people. It's not any one company or brand. Like I say, there's no there's no money attached to this. It's totally decommodified. It's always about just creating some smiles and having a connection with someone. I mean, I tell you, so every time I, I wear pink socks every day, in fact, I, yeah. that's all I've got at this point, pink socks. <laughs> nice. Uh, and for the listeners, by the way, I, I do want to tell you, I was, I was at a meeting in Denver. It was actually a gentleman, Mr. Archuleta, kind of, uh, yeah. up, you know, Michael. You know, yeah. Yeah. You know, Michael. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Michael was just like, Hey, Saul, you check out the socks. I got them on. I was like, what is that? And I had no idea. And he's the one that kind of started educating me on this and slowly, but surely I came to understand what the pink socks were all about and what they stood for. And so what I wanted to do for the outcomes rocket community is give them an introduction because what you guys are doing is really, really a positive impact for healthcare. And Nick, I know you said it's not strictly healthcare, but it seems like it's taken a foothold in the healthcare industry. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it, it really just kind of started by accident, actually. Uh, my friend co-founded a company we started here in Portland a few years ago, a guy named Andrew Richards, who's now the CTIO at Washington State University's new med school, overseeing all their new innovation. Andrew and I were, went to HIMSS back in 2015. I think that year, you know, 2015, it was in Chicago. Uh-huh. And you know HIMSS, it's 40-something thousand people yeah. in in suits and ties walking around looking at healthcare tech stuff. And I always wear a kilt. And when you wear a kilt, you have to wear fun socks. And <laughs> so you were, you were a kilt to hymns? Oh yeah. yeah that yeah. is awesome. <laughs> and, uh, when I moved, I moved to Portland from Nashville in 2012. So April of 12. And as soon as I got here in June of 12, you know, so a few months after I met this guy that owns a kilt company. He said, Nick, you know, have you ever tried a kilt? I said, no. He goes, you want to try one? I said, yeah, man. <laughs> and so that's really the last time I wore pants was June of 2012. Oh my God, that is too funny. So are you like a kilt wearer now? Only wear kilts. I only wear this brand here that's made in Portland. And uh, no matter where I go, I'm wearing a kilt. just because awesome. I, I fell in love with wearing a kilt. And um, that is awesome. When you wear a kilt, you have to wear fun socks and found this brand of socks also made here in Portland that had all these fun, funky styles, you know, unicorns, cupcakes, Sasquatch, T-Rex, unicorns, <laughs> and these pink ones with the mustache, you know, just all these different styles I was wearing that 
you know, just because your socks are always showing. And so when Andrew and I went to Hims in, in 2015, I said, look, man, everywhere we go, you know, people are always coming up saying, hey, I like your socks. Why don't we just get a bunch of socks and stuff our little backpacks with them? And every time somebody comes up and comments, we'll just give them a pair of socks and say, hey, you know, we're Nick and Andrew. We're from Portland. It's good to meet you. And <laughs> that'll be the business card to tell you that. Yeah, right. You know, <laughs> and one of the first people that we met when we walked in was, uh, I mean, hit pretty much the first person we hadn't even got inside the the hall yet was Eric Topol, Dr. Topol. And, um, we went up to him. I said, Hey, Dr. Topol, we want to like, he's like, Hey Nick, he goes, I really love what you're doing in Portland. And, and I was like, wow, do you mind if I tweet that? And he said, I wish you would. And so, awesome. I've got something here for you. And I gave him the socks and we got a picture and I've quoted him and got the tweet all loaded up on my phone, held it up to him, said, okay, is that, is that okay to tweet? He goes, yeah, send it. And Andrew and I looked back down at our phones, you know, like five steps later and boom, there's Dr. Topol's tweet out there. And so here we come walking into hymns, these two unknown guys from Portland and people going, okay, who is this that Topol's tweeting about? And <laughs> with the pink socks. And uh, so that's how the pink socks really started is we just Amazing. gave away at, at a few conferences after that. And it just kept going. And a year came around like, okay, I told Andrew, so let's, let's be done with this. It's kind of like young Elvis and fat Elvis, right? I said, let's have the pink socks die as young Elvis, not fat Elvis. Yeah. Uh, we're kind of you no know, done. And then I don't think maybe I remember if it was Greg Masters or somebody sent me a, a message on Twitter and said, Hey, are, you know, did you send socks over to the Netherlands? I'm like, no. And he goes, well, there's a group over there that's giving away socks on their own. And we're like, wow, wow. You know, this thing's gone organic. Yeah. And now people say, what do they mean? They mean whatever you need them to mean. It's like Burning Man. This thing, you know, I'm getting ready to go to again. And mm -hmm. at the end of the month here is a big event in the desert where there's 70,000 people having 70,000 unique experiences. You know, whatever the socks need to mean for you is what they mean. There's people that are using them to promote all kinds of different causes from, there's a group in the Netherlands that's from using it to drive awareness for ataxia, which is a rare disease. A couple of groups using it for dementia care, Alzheimer's. People to use it for patient quality, patient engagement, disrupting healthcare from the ground up. Yeah. There's an awesome group that just popped up last week or so from North Carolina that's using it to drive awareness for their cause, which is they're feeding hungry kids in Chapel Hill. So they go around and take bags of food, deliver them to the homes. It's called Table. Twitter, it's at Table NC for North Carolina. And so I was like, wow, you know, that's super cool to see. Probably that's the first, at least to me, the first known non-healthcare cause. I mean, I guess we could argue that feeding argue that kids is a, yeah. is a social determinant of health. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. But to see In it a as, a, yeah, but to see it as an, you know, not really a straight up healthcare piece, it was, was really cool. And to kind of see it come out of nowhere was, <laughs> was more, more fun. <laughs> Nick, that's awesome. By the way, I just love the story about the kilt and the socks and how all this thing just culminated. And uh, oh, and it happened in Chicago, which is my hometown. So yeah. I'm honored that it happened here. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, it just uh, it's one of those things that if you have an idea, Outcomes Rocket listeners, don't be afraid to get out there and express it because you never know when it's going to snowball like this and turn into a movement. Don't be afraid to get out there and stand for what you believe in. I think Nick 
has done that with his friend. And, and now the way it is, if you go to pinksocks.life, we'll include that link here in the show notes, you'll see the global map. And I'm looking at all these pink dots everywhere of where the movement is. And it's pretty phenomenal. It's seismic the way that it's happened. And uh, pretty cool to see that you guys have, have done this. What would you say, Nick, is the ultimate goal of what you guys are doing? You know, I really don't know if I have a goal for it. The goal is every day is to try to connect with someone new, to make someone smile. Like say, I wear pink socks every day. I'm, and because of the pink socks, I get to make some connections with new people that I wouldn't have seen that day had I not been wearing the pink socks. The two of us would have missed each other in the universe, right? right. And so if I'm at the grocery store or the post office or on the bus or on the train or on my bike, somebody throughout the day will come in and say, hey, I like your socks. That's my moment to stop whatever I'm doing, <laughs> you know, awesome. to get, get off my phone, get off my bike, stay on the train another stop and say, hey, it's good to see you too. I'm Nick. We know what's your name. And they have that moment of connection. I mean, we're, we're living in a world, Saul, that is so connected we've become disconnected. Truly. And so if it's something as simple as just a pair of socks that can allow me to meet someone new that I would have never seen, we would have just passed each other on the street and totally missed each other. Let's don't overcomplicate this. Just Absolutely. Stop, and stop and say hi and say, it's good to see you. And, and so I don't really have a bigger goal than that. Then let's just all connect with as many people as we can and you know enjoy the time that we've got here. Nick, I think that's powerful. And the, the meaning that I get out of that, not reading into it too far into depth, but what I get out of this is the power of being in the moment and the beauty of human connection. I feel like the Pink Socks movement is sort of putting the care in, in healthcare, just a smile. It's amazing what a smile could do. Yeah. I mean, Saul, I can't agree with you anymore. And I'll tell you, I am very fortunate enough to get to travel around and, and meet a lot of cool people and see a lot of awesome technology and stuff. But the most important thing when I travel and go to conferences is I get to share space with people who tell me stories. And every trip, there's one or two that I always come home with going, wow, you know, that's the reason I went on that trip because I was supposed to meet that person. And that person was supposed to meet me because they shared some real heart speak. I mean, I've heard some of the most beautiful and awesome stories. I've heard some tragic stories. I've heard some happy stories, some sad stories, but I've heard a lot of heart speak. And I'm grateful for the pink socks if, if that's what did it to get me to connect with those people so I could share space in their stories. And, you know, I'm going to keep wearing the pink socks. I think that's outstanding. And the whole thing here with the Outcomes Rocket, Nick, is I started the show as, as a way to break down silos because in healthcare, there's a lot of silos. no. <laughs> and so and so what I wanted to do is something very simple a conversation with healthcare leaders doing things and similarly in a very simple way you you just with the socks you're doing it and it's a way to to be present and to share ideas because at the end of the day we're looking at a healthcare system that is going to require change in order to be sustainable. What do you think of that topic, uh, sustainability in healthcare? Yeah, well, I think, you know, man, Salt, there's so much good right now in healthcare. Yes. That there's plenty of people that beat this drum that says it's bad. That Yeah, okay, you can focus on that. Or you can focus on what's good and what's good in the now, today. And so a lot of people will talk about with the future of healthcare, what's going to happen, or they're either stuck in the past and they can't let go of you know, legacy thinking culture. The real magic is what's happening right now. You know, it's like life. Don't miss it. It's happening right now, today. So let's focus on people, companies, organizations that are 
doing awesome things today. I mean, things like, obviously, the first couple of things that pop in my mind are, well, look at all of the new awesome doctors that are being trained at new med schools with new ways of teaching using today's technology, right? So like Dell Med School, like Clay Johnson, the dean there is doing. Washington State University, Spokane, they're intaking their first class of med students this fall, right? So just like this month, they're coming to Spokane. So hat tip to Andrew Richards, my former co-founder, who's heading up the technology innovation group there at Washington State. I mean, they're, and, it, and he just tweeted the other day a picture of this big wall stack of, of iPads, you know, that all the students are going to come in and the, boom, we don't have textbooks yeah. anymore, kids. Guess what? Get your iPad. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> so, you know, companies like what's happening at Philips, I'm always astounded at at the work that they're doing globally in healthcare. Organizations like UPMC in Pittsburgh, Intermountain in Salt Lake City. I mean, obviously the Kaiser system's doing some fantastic work. I mean, there's just so much good happening right now. I mean, like I said, you had Jamie on from Jamie Edwards from Cloudbreak. Yes. All the work they're doing. I mean, I'm not gonna suck up to them too much since I'm on their advisory board, you know, <laughs> disclaimer warning. But uh, yeah. you know, I, no, I like to so great stuff there too. Yeah. Right? I like to associate with people who are passionate about what they're doing and who are making a difference in the world. And Cloudbreak is definitely one of those organizations. And so there's so much good happening. I mean, look at what Shafi Ahmed is doing over in London with mm -hmm. virtual reality, augmented reality for training purposes. I mean, he was the first surgeon to do a, a live surgery using Snapchat. I mean, with the Snapchat goggles or glasses, and he yes. did a surgery and was the first surgeon in the world to do that. I mean, you got to think his his fellow doctors, the Royal London the Hospital, probably thought he was a little cuckoo. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But right, look at it now, you know. And so it's uh, the risk takers, the innovators, the people who are GSD. I mean, there's a whole bunch of them, and I'm just happy to be be a cheerleader for a lot of them and to be able to witness what they're doing. So it's, so we can focus on, on legacy. We can focus on the stuff that doesn't work, or we can put our energy into focusing what is working and try to promote that and get that message out as much as possible. Yeah. You know, Nick, what a great uh, example of where focus goes. That is where your reality is. Yeah. And I'm a firm believer in that. And, you know, I'll be honest, like, I feel like I was kind of going on the negative end there for a bit, just looking at the things that we need to improve. And at the same time, this conversation with you has been great because it really is important to also look at what's good and focus on the good and the now versus what's bad. Yeah. I mean, as simple as what are these awesome med school students going to do for our future with technologies of today? I mean, one of the things you know, I remember that they hammered into us at business school was, you know, everything had a SWOT analysis, right? Yeah. You know, the strengths, weaknesses, opportunities, threats. I mean, and business school for me was back in the 90s. So, you know, that I still remember this is quite fantastic. But the part about the SWOT analysis was you'd have these teammates, you know, when you get to the, the end, it's always had to be about, okay, let's now make some recommendations and suggestions for solutions. That's really where the rubber hits the road on this thing. Give me recommendations and solutions for now that we've done the SWOT analysis, what do we do now to improve it? What do we do now to resolve this? What do we now to, you know, et cetera. And the people, unfortunately, there are some people that just can't give you recommendations and solutions. They get too stuck in the analysis that they can't give you a path forward. And anybody can identify a problem, Saul. It doesn't mm -hmm. take a a rocket scientist to, to point out what's wrong to a lot of things. What the world needs more of are people who can see beyond that and see through all of the chaos and say, okay, here's our path forward. 
And I think what you're seeing on with a lot of the pink socks, people in healthcare and, you know, just a lot of people that are, that are prolific on Twitter and the space, you know, are people that aren't just ringing a bell that aren't just providing content, but they're also sharing some of their imagination, some of their heart speak and providing solutions and recommendations for how we get ourselves out of, you know, sometimes what can be a mess. Yeah, no, I, I think that's so true. I think that's so true. Get a path forward instead of just GSD. complaining. GSD, hashtag GSD. That's the first for me too. Get shit done. I love it, man. I am a big proponent of GSD, my friend. <laughs> so, so I think you have found a new tribe member here and, and all the things that you're saying is, is certainly speaking to me. And, and I know that the, the folks that listen to this show, you're also speaking to them because they're all members of the GSD club and uh, yeah. looking forward to creating some really great things for the system. One of the things that, that I do on the show, Nick, is a lightning round. So it's the how to create successful medical outcomes. And what I do is I ask four questions and then you'll respond with quick answers. You ready for that? Ready. All right. What's the best way to improve healthcare outcomes? Put the patient at the center. What is the biggest mistake or pitfall to avoid? Not listening to patients. How do you stay relevant as an organization despite constant change? Put people first. What is one area of focus that should drive all else in the company or hospital? Empathy. Love it. And then what would you say the book, what book would you recommend for our listeners to pass this course that you're offering? <laughs> well, you know, I actually have two books. Is that okay, Saul? Yeah, that's totally cool. That I would say, well, you know, I'm going to give you three books. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs> all right. And no specific order, but I think every healthcare leader should read these three books if you haven't already and most probably already have. And so no, no specific order. I'd read The Patient Will See You Now by Eric Topol. I would read Casino Healthcare by Dan Monroe. I haven't heard of that one. Okay, man, listen, if you want to understand how we've gotten ourselves into the mess that we have right now with healthcare reimbursement, it's a must read. Okay. It is on my list. It is um, Casino Healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. And then the other book I would read is The Alchemist. Oh, okay. Nice. Yeah. That's a cool... Paulo Coelho, yeah. So. Yeah, I like that. That's Paulo Coelho, right? Yep. And um, put your, uh, you know, this uh, healthcare business, it isn't always about putting our business hat on. Sometimes we've got to put our, our heart hat on. Yeah. So we've got to... The way we're going to get ourselves through this thing is by connecting our minds and our hearts together and not ignoring either one, but listening to both. And I think The Alchemist will, if you haven't ever read that book. It's it's, a good one. It's a good one. And it usually hits people at the right time on their journey as as their path's unfolding. And uh, it's got a... Just a timeless message. That's outstanding, uh, Nick, and and appreciate the responses to those. And and the beauty of the show, Outcomes Rocket listeners, is that you could tune in at your convenience just in time. Go to outcomesrocket.com slash Nick, and you're going to find Nick's episode with all of the things that we discussed, as well as links to the books that he's suggested. And also a link to his Pink Socks movement. So you can get yourself a pair of pink socks as well. <laughs> and so if Nick, come see me on Twitter at Nick is in PDX. What's the best way they could get a hold of you, Nick? Follow me on Twitter at Nick is in PDX, N-I-C-K-I-S-N-P-D-X. Fantastic. Follow PDX Nick. being the being the airport code for Portland. So nice. Nick's in Portland. always on the road. So follow Nick there, and uh, you know, Nick. Uh, before we conclude, I just wanted to give you a chance to share a closing thought. Closing thought is, 
always be kind. Go out and hug a stranger today. Try it. You know, <laughs> I, I tell you, the, walk by people who are houseless or who are asking for money. I rarely give them money, but I stop and ask them. I said, it's okay if I give you a hug. And I've never had anybody say, no, I don't want a hug. And the hug that you give somebody is way, 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 way worth more than any amount of money you're going to reach in your pocket. Give them. You'll be seeing somebody else as a human, you'll be seeing yourself in them. And I'd say go out and hug a stranger today. It'll change your life and their life. Well, I commit to hugging a stranger today, Nick. When I leave the studio here, I will be sure to do that. Thank you so much for that. And you, you do such a great job of making the complex simple and just bringing the human to the equation. And it just kind of goes real hand in hand with what you guys are doing at Pink Socks and at Cloud Break. So really appreciate you being on the show, Nick. Thank you, Saul. And let me tell you, man, when you wear your pink socks every day, get ready. You're going to be hugging some people. (laughs) Love it. Thanks for listening to the Outcomes Rocket podcast. Be sure to visit us on the web at www.outcomesrocket.com for the show notes, resources, inspiration, and so much more. 